Life is good. Life is bad. Life is incredible. Life is terrible. Life is extremely long, yet awfully short. Life is easy. Life is hard. Life is extremely complicated and complex, yet so simple. Life is a journey. Life is full of love and filled with joy, but it's also full of hurt and pain. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, life, it's yours. Life is a masterpiece waiting to be created and filled with all the aforementioned ingredients. See, each day you wake up, you're given a brand new blank canvas to create the greatest masterpiece possible. And you have to do that with whatever ingredients you're given. Yours won't look like anyone else's, nor should it, but ultimately it's yours. No one would even bother creating or enjoying art if every creation was simply the same. So now the brush is in your hands and this day is filled with endless opportunities. What incredible masterpiece will you create with today's ingredients? It's time to live and love life. Why you ask? Because you can. You don't need any other reason, simply because you can. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Vitalized Podcast. <laughs> You're here with your friendly neighborhood host, Mr. Marcus Black, and I'm so excited to see you here. Guess what? I know you're thinking maybe I can't see you, but I can. I want you to feel it in your heart when I say I see you, and I want you to see me with this great big Kool-Aid smile on my face because I'm so excited that you've taken another moment to invest in yourself, to invest in your growth, to give yourself life through the Vitalized Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We are so excited to have you here with us. There's no such thing as a person that doesn't belong. Everybody belongs in this community. And we are a group of people who are dedicated to finding life, filling ourselves with life, and then giving life to all those around us. So I'm so glad that you've decided to join us. Got some fun things I want to talk about today. But this week's message actually comes from uh, one of my people, man. My, it was one person who's a faithful listener, and it's actually my brother-in-law. He listens every week, and he sent me a text message. He said, hey, man, I love this week's episode. He's like, I would love to see you talk more about an episode that you previously done, and he sent me the information. And I wanted to share that with you guys because you guys have access to me. You don't have to just hear my golden, melodious voice every week as I ride with you to work or help you get through your day. You guys can reach out to me. You can easily reach me on Instagram, probably the best way, at Marcus underscore Black. Send me a message. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let me know what you like. Let me know something you're struggling with that you want me to talk about or if you uh, can find me on Facebook, or even if you have my phone number, give me a call, give me a text, because I would love to incorporate and do more things like this. I'm happy to talk about it because this is something that we all need. So I'm bringing this back all the way from season one, episode six. And we were talking about the comfort zone, or what I also like to call the danger zone. And as I think about that, Man, this is one of those things that affects all of us deeply in our spirit. But before I get into that, I want to tell you guys a story. So here where I'm from in Oklahoma City, those of you who are here locally, you know that 
you know, they always predicting the weather. Oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. So sometimes we don't take it seriously. But this time I'm like, I'll humor them. We're going to get seven inches of snow. I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> so begins to actually snow. And I made sure I got to the grocery store, got everything we needed. And the messages start coming in. School's closed tomorrow. Business is closed tomorrow. Church is closed tomorrow. Like, okay, it's getting serious. Maybe it's actually going to do what they think it's going to do for once. And we wound up getting well over six inches of snow. So, you know, that was a beautiful thing. It's like, oh, you know what that means? Snow day. So my older son, daddy, 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 can we go outside? Can we can we have a snowball fight? Can we build a snowman? And you guys know what the tone we've been on lately, man. Life is short. It's cold. It's freezing. I would prefer to just admire <laughs> the beauty and serenity of the snow from the comfy confines inside my warm home. But I decided to say, you know what? Okay, you know, life is short. Who knows if we'll ever get to experience this opportunity again. Let's go build a snowman. So I started bundling them up, five pair of pants, six sweatshirts, hoodies, jackets, boots, everything. The whole shebang. We're going to do this right because I don't want no sickness in the house. So we go outside. And my big son just runs and he just jumps in the ground. Snow angel. But my younger son, two years old, first time he's ever experienced snow in his life. And I picked him up and I ran out and I put him in the middle and the snow's just up to almost about his kneecaps. <laughs> and he takes one step. He takes a second step. He takes a third step. And then he decides he is not feeling the snow. He is not having it. He literally has like a meltdown. And I watch his, his hands were trembling. He's shaking and he was paralyzed by fear. And I'm like, what's wrong, baby? I'll try to pick up a little bit. And this isn't like that icy, ugly, dirty. This is pure white snow. It's like powdery almost. And I pick up a little and put it in my hand and hold it out to him. I'm like, here, touch it. It's okay. And he's just screaming, no, no, no. He is not having it. And I realized that. In that moment, he was paralyzed by fear because it was such a new experience. It was something he'd never taken in before. And because of the unknown of how this new white stuff, because he kept saying white, how that would affect him in his mind. There was such a fear. I'm sinking in it. It's going to swallow me up. And there's all these irrational fears kick in. And only thing that his small two year old mind could think was, I got to get back in the house to safety. I got to get back into my routine. I have to get back into my comfort zone. And at first I was thinking about, well, I, under I get it. I understand. It's a new thing. He'll have to learn. He'll adjust. He'll adapt. But so many of us from the time we were small children have done the same thing throughout our entire lives. We have gotten so uh, grown. We've grown so into ex the expectation of our comfort zone and what we think that we want and how we want things and the way we want things that we have ultimately limited as John Maxwell calls our leadership lid and how far we can go in life. We limit our own selves. So many times we want to point the finger and place the blame on other people. They're limiting me and they don't see my potential and they won't. But sometimes we have limited ourselves through the very fear of stepping outside of our comfort zone. And that was just a perfect analogy. I had already planned to do this message and talk about this, but before that happened, I'm like, man, that's perfect. It's a perfect analogy because you listening to my voice, find yourself in a place where, you know, deep down in your heart, there's something so much bigger, so much greater, so much stronger, so much just in the grand scheme, something so much larger that you want to accomplish. 
Yet there's all these little things in your mind that are telling you that you can't. Or maybe it's voices of other people who've told you you can't. Or just that little fear of what if. What if um, the fear of the unknown. What if I fail? So what I want to talk to you guys about today is just really dig deep into this thought of the comfort zone and even get into why we like it so much, why we choose it, why it exists, and then try to give you guys some practical things you can do to start moving yourself outside of the comfort zone, which is the danger zone. And when I say danger zone, I call it this because for a vast majority of my life, I lived in the comfort zone. I didn't step outside. I didn't do new things. And as long as I was in that place, I was nowhere near reaching my potential. I'll get into some of these stories even as we go along, but I've been told since I was a small child, that, oh, you you have a voice. You should be a speaker. You should be this. You're missing your calling. And I was like, no, I don't. And no, I'm not. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to speak. I will not ever get on a stage in front of people. You done lost your mind. That was That was how I felt. And some of you who've seen me speak personally are like, really? No, I don't get that from you at all. Well, yeah, it's always been a mega fear and as long as I said nope I'm gonna stay comfortable I'm gonna sit on the back row and let someone else do that I was not maximizing my potential I was not fulfilling my purpose and my mission for being on the planet so the same thing goes for you as long as you stay in that place you are in desperate danger of not fulfilling your purpose for being on the planet and also not living a fulfilled, full life that you love. Because deep down, you know that that hero you're looking for is inside of you and you want to see it, you want to experience it. But the fear is just like, ah, but what if, what if, what if? Are we gonna get out of all of that? And one of the first things I wanna do is just talk to you about just your natural inclinations in the brain itself. The brain is a powerful muscle. And literally it wants what it wants. Your brain doesn't care about what you want. It is literally wired to protect itself. So like so many times in life, we are busy. So you think about everything you got going on. So every single day, there's certain routines. You wake up in the morning, you get up, you're washing your face, you brush your teeth, you shower. Then you're thinking about if you have children, you're thinking about them. If you don't, you're thinking about getting you where you belong safely, getting to work, your processes, your projects, your school projects. You're thinking about all these things you have to do. So your brain is already busy, like handling and computing the day-to-day task that it needs to do for you to be successful. Maybe you're running a business. Maybe you run a not-for-profit. Maybe you just, whatever you do, your brain is busy with that. So anytime you start trying to introduce new things, your brain is like, nah, chill out, bro. It's like, no, I already have enough on my plate. Now, whether that's true or not, most of the time it's not. Your brain is so much stronger and so much more capable. Sometimes it just takes a little organization in your thought processes to clear things up for you. So sometimes we get overwhelmed thinking about everything that we have to do. And this is just a sidebar. Like how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. You can't think of everything you have to do. That's a recipe to be overwhelmed. So you just got to slowly start thinking of small practical ways that you can organize the information in your brain and handle one task at a time but when you do that you just kind of help your brain feel a little bit more peace so then as you go to add new things you go to stretch yourself a little then it's not so overwhelming it's not such a daunting task and you can literally you can ease your brain into comfort or into a new comfort zone 
So the the more you stretch and expand, it's only uncomfortable for a little while. Then it becomes more comfortable as you go. But one of the most important things that you need to realize also just about how your mind operates in your brain and your heart, you just naturally as a human being is that your brain wants to keep you safe. It literally wants to keep you in a place of safety that you are wired that way. You're wired for survival. Literally, like (laughs) your brain is wired as if like nothing else matters, but keeping you safe and avoiding danger at all costs, not realizing that the safest place is the most dangerous place. Not so much from a physical standpoint, but if all you did was live in your house, if you had all the groceries and all everything, water, food, resources you needed in your in your house and never left, you would never get to experience the beauty of this world. You never get to experience life. You never get to experience love. You never get to experience the magic that happens when you go and overcome the adversities that life throws your way on a day to day basis. So realize that, of course, that's not safety at all, but your brain thinks it is. And so humans, literally, we are built to live in a world where we have everyday threats to our survival. Sometimes when little things happen, your brain fires up there. Uh Oh, oh, crap. My life is over fear response. When in reality, what you're facing is more like a <laughs> you are a few minutes late for class and most likely not going to die because of it. Like that's more likely the reality. But your brain just kind of overplays things. And it doesn't always respond with the proper intensity. So even becoming aware of these things and how we're naturally built help us to understand why we are so uncomfortable getting outside of the comfort zone. So what I want to talk to you about from this point is just the best ways to do this. Like sometimes you just got to shake things up every now and again and show your brain that there's nothing to fear when you shake things up and you experience something new. It's like my little son is like he didn't want to go back out in the snow, but he was fine with me bringing some into him and letting him touch it. So where he was paralyzed by fear at first is like, well, I was standing in it. It didn't hurt me. And you show yourself. OK, maybe there's actually nothing to fear once you go through this thing that made you so uncomfortable to begin with. So now we want to just talk about just maximizing your potential. Because every single one of you, you listening to the sound of my voice have so much potential. You have so much strength. You have so much power. You have so much wisdom. And I know you got passion. Sometimes life hits you over the head and kind of starts sucking that out of you when you get tired. But if you're listening to the sound of my voice, know with all the passion inside of me, I am letting you know. You got it. You got everything that you need to be what you want to become. Now it's just about taking the steps. And the first step starts with change. In order to maximize your potential in this life, it's necessary for you to get outside of the comfort zone and get step into a world of new things and new possibilities and change. But change is hard. It's hard because you're often wired to expect the worst. And I know me, if you like me, like I start thinking like, you know, I've always had this. I've been deathly afraid of heights being in high places. Oh, my goodness. My knees get weak. If I go to a Thunder Games, I go to a professional sporting event and I have to sit up high. I will avoid it because I'm like, oh, my knees are getting weak. But then I also rob myself of some of the most exciting experiences and getting to take in those moments. There's literally nothing like it. 
But fear, man, I start thinking like, well, I'm going to trip on a step and tumble down and fall and fall on top of my head and break my neck. And I know that sounds extreme, but our brains can get really creative when it comes to thinking through all the ways things can possibly go wrong. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know your brain starts thinking through, well, what if this or what if that? And just we just get so creative and go down these rabbit holes of why things will go wrong we just get to expecting the worst and that is not a place you want to live that's why getting outside the comfort zone is so difficult because your brain wants to keep you safe and we have just this natural negativity bias but in order for us to rise up in order for you to become who you know you're supposed to be in your heart you have to learn to be less afraid of what you do not know I want you to think back in your life as far back as you can go. Some of you can go all the way back to infancy. You got those wonderful brains. Some of you maybe three years old, maybe five, seven, nine, whatever your earliest experiences are. (laughs) Think about how daunting school was to you at one point. And then there became a point when you were a senior and you got this thing called senioritis where you could care less. You didn't care about school. You didn't care about no assignment. You didn't care about showing up. (laughs) You just wanted to get out of it so you can move on with your life. But at one point you were so nervous and you had everything laid out and you were hoping you made friends and you just had all these. And you just think back to new foods, new experiences, theme parks. Everything is scary in the beginning until you experience it. I literally think about like, you know, food or like candy, you know, the first time a kid, a kid. I remember the first time I was giving my son candy, he was looking at it and it's like a weird color. It's like green, like sour apple or something. And he was looking at it like, no, no, I don't want that. Or my older son, he tried a kiwi recently. He was, It was green. He don't like vegetables. So he decided because it was green, he didn't want it. No, no, no. Avoid it at all costs because it's going to be nasty like a vegetable. And then I had to bribe him like, man, if you take a little bite, then I'll go to the store and get you some candy. And he takes a little bite. And now it's like his favorite fruit. I want kiwi. I want kiwi. Daddy, can we get some more kiwi? And it's like, that's small examples, but it's literally this way so often in life. Like, I know some people who are deathly afraid of getting behind the wheel of a car. They will not get their driver's license because of fear. And then you get into it and you realize there's nothing to fear at all. You get to move yourself from point A to point B and get everywhere you want to go. So you just got to realize that in your life at some point, everything was unknown to you. Getting in a relationship, that person was unknown to you at one point. That person who's the apple of your eye, or in my case, my wife is the pineapple of my eye because I love pineapples a lot more than apples. But she knows that too. (laughs) But... At some point, she was unknown to me, and there was this fear of, is this person going to love me back? Is this person going to protect me? Is this person going to take care of my heart? When you start a new job, am I going to do well enough? I don't know any of the people. Are my coworkers going to like me? And now you got some of your greatest friends you've ever had in life in the form of your team. It's not that way for everybody, but a lot of people experience this. The point is Everything is unknown to you at some point. So you can't allow what's unknown to keep you from walking forward because how many things were once unknown to you that now are part of your routine or things that you love? So think with that logic that, okay, I know this fear is coming at me and it's trying to keep me because I don't know how this is going to pan out. But what's worse, stepping out and possibly having something go negatively 
or possibly having something go incredibly or not ever knowing and spending all of your days wondering what if. You know, I didn't know stepping into this world and what I'm doing right now and even you listening to the sound of my voice, I just had thoughts in my mind and my heart to say, this is what I want to do. I want to step out. And even my brother-in-law who suggested this episode was like, man, what are you waiting on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm making an excuse. And he's like, bro, you just need to do this if you want to do it. And I'm just, man, I'm scared. I'm making all these excuses about why I can't do it. And he was like, mm, okay. And then you just had to think like, really it came down to, I didn't know who's going to sit down and listen to my voice. Who's going to watch a video of me talking? Who's going to read words in a book that I write? Who's going to invest in the material that I am pouring out to the world? And the answer is you. You're listening. You're coming back every week. There's people in 14 countries now all around the world. And to each and every one of you, thank you for investing time into this podcast and listening to things that I want to give to you, to give life, to give you the strength and the tools necessary to be successful. But if I had allowed that fear to come in, I would have never gotten to experience the life that's on the other side of that fear. And my goal and passion for you is for you to experience the life that's on the other side of your fear. The life and the passion and the love and the joy that comes when you step up. Because we all know there's two definitions of fear. It's you can fear everything and run or you can face everything and rise. And once you face everything and rise, you get up, you move up. And there's no greater feeling than seeing the beautiful fruit that comes from you making that simple decision. So once we've conquered fear and don't get me wrong, it's a natural response. Remember, your brain and your body's trying to protect you. You just have to think through yourself and help yourself realize what's actually protecting you and what's literally holding you back from the life that you love to live. So a few benefits that come from like just stepping out, stepping outside your comfort zone, creating new change and new things is that, man, when you take appropriate risk, you literally help yourself build a better stress response because like when you really routinely experience like the thrill of taking a new risk and it actually turns out really good for you, or even if it turns out disappointing, but you still find out that you're okay at the end of that experience, you're actually practicing for those unwelcome surprises in life because life is going to throw you some curveballs. And if you never experience any risk or you never try new things or change and experience the ups and downs that come with that, then a simple curveball thrown your way or a simple thing that knocks you off your path can be a debilitating blow to your life walk. But when you are taking these new chances and stepping out and taking new steps and taking appropriate risk, you're building your body and mind's ability to take the curveballs that come with life or to take those obstacles that present themselves that could throw you completely off your path. They don't do that anymore. They just become a new opportunity for you to face it and rise above. Another benefit is you get to learn what you're really made of. You get to learn what you truly have in your core. If you're always calm and you're always working within the same old habits, how will you ever learn what you can really handle in this life? See, forcing yourself into discomfort and then seeing the result on the other side will keep you pushing yourself. What are you made of? I think you're made of 
way more than you can even fathom. I think you have the ability to change the world, starting with you, starting with your spouse. If you have one, your kids, your family, your friends, your pets, you have the ability to transform lives, your work, your vocation. You work in an office, you work in a business, you work in a hospital, you work in a law office, you work in a school, no matter where you work, anywhere you work in a grocery store, you work at Chick-fil-A, wherever you work, you have the ability to impact lives, to impact minds. You have the ability to do great things in this world but you won't ever find out how much you truly have deep inside of you until you step outside that comfort zone maybe you work retail and you've been doing it for a long time and you're really good at it and people love you your customer service is off the charts and there's that management position open that you've been thinking about going for but you're like ah no nah, i'm not gonna be good anyway who's gonna listen to me it's gonna be too much how do you know you don't know unless you try what do you lose if you throw your name in the hat who cares if you don't get it what if you do get it you always wired to think what if i don't what if you do <laughs> like what if you do you have to think through this because you don't realize what you're holding yourself back from and you get to learn what you really got until you get in some situations <laughs> that make you uncomfortable until I stood up in front of a crowd of hundreds and was like, Oh, <laughs> I can't even see everybody in the back. Made my stomach turn, feel all the butterflies, heart beating fast, nervous. But in that moment is when I have the opportunity to sink or swim. And in the moment when I choose to swim and shine and do something that I always believed I could do, but it wasn't ever sure until I got pressed into a situation where I had to boom, that's when life happens. That's when I realized like, Oh, this is bigger than me. There's something inside of me that I have to offer this world, but you never know until you push yourself outside of that comfort zone and you owe it to yourself and everybody around you that you love to learn. You owe it. To all those you love and hold dear to learn what you're truly made of. And one of the last benefits is, man, when you shake things up, like for real, for real, you ramp up your productivity in this life in every area. When everything in your life is a cakewalk, your brain doesn't want anything to change. When all your needs are met and you have zero stress, your brain recognizes that the body is surviving. It's like, cool, this is good. It's a recipe for a steady performance. But I need you to know something because deep down in your heart, you know that you're capable of so much more. But in order to maximize your performance, you need to be up against difficulty from time to time in his life. According to Yerkes Dodson's law, feeling comfortable does zero for your personal growth. If you're cozy in all of your ways, you will always do the bare minimum. I want you to understand something, my friend, where there is pressure, there's progress. And in order to make that progress, you need to feel a little pressure from time to time, whether that be a deadline, whether that be a number in your bank account. I know I've been there, whether that be a sales goal or some form of uneasiness. You need that in order for you to get what you need to step to the next level. It, if you do this, you will literally see improvements in your focus. Because I tell you, like, when my bank account is low, it's like, all right, 
We got to focus on this saving. We got to focus on this budget. We got to get back in line. Creativity. You find some real creative ways to solve some problems when you start feeling a little pressure. I'm not talking about unnecessary, unmerited pressure where you just all day just overly anxious and nervous. I'm just talking about appropriate. Just feeling a little bit of heat sometimes helps you turn up the notch in your productivity. It creates drive deep inside of you. And even your task management becomes better because you know what you need to accomplish. Don't worry about messing up, family. Mistakes are a part of the journey, but mistakes come with benefits, too. Realize every time you've ever done something and blew it or messed it up, you literally get an opportunity to learn to fix it the next time. Guess what? You didn't die. Okay, I hear people say all the time, I'm such a screw up. I blew it. I always mess up. I'm not going to try. Like, what do you mean you're still here? You're still alive. If you're still alive, then that means there's so much opportunity in life and purpose in front of you. I need you to understand that if you're still here, that wasn't a failure. You're never a failure unless you give up or you quit. Everything that you need, you already have, but those mistakes come with benefits if you allow them. Learn from it. Write it down. Think. Just take some time to think. Think through the steps you need to take so that you don't experience that again. And now I want to give you, lastly, I just want to leave off this week with this. I just want to give you a few things that you can practically do to get outside your comfort zone because getting outside of your comfort zone is the key to building a life you love to live. Getting outside of your comfort zone or the danger zone, as I like to call it, is the greatest way for you to truly experience life and fulfillment. We don't know if we're old or young. I don't care how old you are. You could be 60 years old listening to the sound of my voice and die at 100. That means you're not old, but you could also be 30 years old listening to the sound of my voice and your time comes at 35. You are old. So none of us, the problem or the difficulty is none of us know when that's going to happen. So we all owe it to ourselves to start taking steps to get outside the comfort zone now, this day, this moment, so that we can feel fulfilled in this life, so that we can build a life that we truly love living and enjoying every single day of our lives. I want to leave you with a few of these. Practical, simple. Man, the first one is drive a different route to work. I know it sounds simple, but even just that small, subtle change wires something in your brain. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe you don't like going this way. Maybe you feel like there's more traffic or Google says it's faster, but you like the other way. Just try it. Just do it. You would be surprised how that small wave can just start working you into that discomfort. But maybe you find a new favorite way because you get to drive by the trees. You get to drive by favorite housing additions. You get to drive by the lake. And now you start to create a new routine and realize it's not so bad or daunting, but you're really building that muscle in your mind to let you know other ways to step outside the box when it comes to bigger things. Another one, man, try listening to a different genre of music. That sounds simple, but try something that you wouldn't normally listen to or maybe a different type of podcast. So many times there's different types of podcasts that we like and we listen to the same type. Try, Try a completely different podcast than what you normally listen to. Just switching up that routine just enough could be the very thing to spur your mind to help continue to flex that muscle into realizing that I actually like this. And you find a new joy because you step outside of the comfort zone. Another one, man, ask. This is a big one. (laughs) Ask for a project at work that you are not 100 percent sure you can accomplish. 
You talk about getting outside your comfort zone. You're like, well, I don't want to set myself up to fail. What if I don't? What if I can't? What if you do? What if you can? I believe you can. You already know that. So the thing is, it's going to put just enough pressure on you that you figure it out and you learn what you're made of. And you learn that might be the very thing that spurs you into the next level uh, of leadership in your corporation, in your career path, in your personal and self-development. Ask for it. You can do it. Believe you can do it. And I guarantee you figure it out. You will take the steps to figure it out. Another man, pick an activity that you enjoy doing by yourself and find a group that meets regularly to do it. Maybe you enjoy cars. You like going to car shows. Find a group that does that. I know my other brother-in-law, actually both of them, but they love riding bikes. Like not just like leisure. They like ride like bike bikes, like 50 and 100 mile bike rides. So if you can do that by yourself, find a group and join a team and do that with other people. That is so uncomfortable. Even as an extrovert, it's like, ah, but I don't know these people. What if they don't accept me? What if I'm not good enough? What if I can't keep up? What if you can? The same question works the other way, you know. All the negative wiring that I talked about earlier in the brain, it works the opposite way. But you got to build that muscle and start flexing it to think the opposite direction. Push yourself outside your comfort zone. You might meet a new best friend or you might make a connection that propels you to the next level in your life. Another one, man, open up a conversation with a colleague, somebody you don't normally interact with. Maybe somebody that shares an office with you, someone that goes to church with you, someone that you just see in your coffee shop as a regular. Open up a conversation with them and not just the, oh, how are you? I'm good. Okay, thanks. Bye. Have a good day. Like a real conversation. How are you? How's your family? Do you have a family? Are you from here? And just start this conversation. You will be surprised how much we have in common. And I have to say this. It would be terrible if I didn't. I scroll through my social media and it's heartbreaking. It's, it's literally a sickening feeling to look through all of the negativity and fighting that is happening in the political climate in our country. You know, the way to fix that is not by me getting on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and going on a long rant to tell you a piece of my mind and how I think you should think. That's not the answer to solve this problem. That's only adding fuel to the fire. The solution to this problem is sitting down at the table for coffee or for a meal with somebody who doesn't look, think, act, or feel like me and finding common ground in my fellow man and my fellow person. Until we start sitting at the table and getting uncomfortable, this country is going to keep going down the drain as far as we're never going to reach our potential as the great nation that we've known it to be as long as we keep allowing these little things to divide us and not come to the table. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's hard to have conversations that are different, but listen, healing, hope, life comes on the other side of that discomfort. A big thing that you need to do, man, you need to choose to choose a fear and confront it. Whatever that fear is, that fear for you might just be going to a social event because you have this like huge social anxiety man go and don't worry about being a center of attention or a social butterfly find one or two people introduce yourself you never know what that connection might look like you also might begin to really enjoy that maybe heights is your fear find a way to get in high places oh my goodness that makes me nervous thinking about it but i got some plans this year to make that happen make that a reality public speaking you know that's like the number one fear of most people in the world is standing in front of an audience and speaking and it was once mine too. Now I can't, I don't even think about it at this point, but at one point it was literally a grippling fear that wouldn't allow me to function. 
So find a way to do it. If, even if it's a small group, even if it's 10 people, just start practicing it. You realize that it's not so bad. And once you see that you survived, growth happens. Life happens, man. I'm telling you, man, this is a big one. Reach out to somebody that is seemingly in, inaccessible to you. Maybe somebody that you admire or someone that you look up to and tell them how much they've impacted your life. That's one that's personal, deeply personal to me, because many of you know, those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Trent Shelton is actually my brother, my friend, my mentor. He started out as, you know, my mentor and become, has be, since become a brother and friend. And that literally started with just a few messages on Instagram like, hey, I see you, man, you've blessed my life so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for using your life to pour life into everyone else around you. I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to do the same in it and just sending that message. And I got to respond. I'm not guaranteeing that you send a message to someone you admire. They're going to respond, but they might. All you can think is what if they don't? And I'm telling you, what if they do? Because that literally has transformed the entire trajectory of my life. And it can do the same for you. If you get outside your mind, it's uncomfortable, but Hey, you never know what that could lead to. And the last one I want to leave you with is, man, think about an enormous goal you have in your life. What is that big thing that you really have always wanted to do, but you've told yourself for far too long that you can't? That What's that goal that you just want to tackle and that you know that you want to go? And I want you to challenge you to start taking steps towards it. So the first thing you need to do is write it down, put it on paper, because that's the difference between a pipe dream and a life goal is when you take it out of theory, out of your mind, and you put it on paper. And once you put it on paper, I want you to start drawing out what is one thing that I can do right now today to move myself closer to that goal. Because until you start taking steps and start moving towards the goal, you will always find yourself being complacent. You will always find yourself wondering what if you will always find yourself in your heart longing for more. And you should long for more. Why? Because you know that there's more inside of you. You know that there's a place that you want to get to and you want to go, but you're so afraid and you've allowed the comfort zone to become the danger zone and keep you from greatness. But guess what? You're listening to my voice and you are my family and I will not let you settle for less than what you deserve in this life. So I'm telling you right now, I need you to move in this moment. I need you to start taking steps. Maybe you're ready to run through a brick wall. I think you should. Why? Because you can so I need you to keep moving, keep going. Don't let nothing stop you and do everything in your power to get outside your comfort zone. You owe it to you, everyone you love to maximize your potential and become who you're created to be. Why? Because you can vitalize. <laughs>